listening to Once Upon a Time. I'm Josh. And I'm Steph. Oh, it finally happened. What? Oh, that. Oh, yeah, that. <laughs> well, should well, we? I wasn't sure what you meant. <laughs> should we? No, I think we should wait. We should wait? We should wait. It's always important to wait. I think it is. You think? I think mm, it is. We shouldn't just jump right in with both feet? Nope. After only knowing someone for a couple you hours? you build up to it. Do you? I think so. Mm. Yeah, I know. That was pretty fast. Okay. But she had read about her. But, but you know, you said we were going to wait. We'll, now, we'll now wait. You're not, now nope. you're breaking our own rule. Nope. Breaking the law. <sighs> but waiting is what we do. We've uh, experienced a little bit of a flood down here in the Houston area. Quite a bit of a flood, actually, in the Houston area. can't really do much of anything Kids or get have been out. home for days. And they're going to be home again tomorrow. You are so lucky. But you know, today I had them cleaning, so it worked out really well. They're like begging me to go back to school now. What, what did you strap? Sponges or <laughs> towels to their feet? No, I told them they could do they could do something fun if they helped me clean the house. So see, it's got they got to do something. They're ma- they can't go outside. What was the something fun? Uh, you know, I don't even know. I think they just I don't know what they did. I think they watched a show. I I don't know. I don't know what they did. It's to the point where our oldest is like, I can't watch any more TV. <laughs> so there was that's, no, that's a problem. So there was no follow through on the fun part. No, I mean, they watched something that they, I mean, they watched a show. They all sat down together and watched TV because I told them, I said, that's it. No more. Oh, okay. Right. It's, it's been a long couple of days, but we're safe. We're fine. Yes, um, there's we are. a lot of people that are in a lot of, a lot of bad situations. That's, that's not right. They're not doing well. So we just need to. You yeah, know. I feel bad for some people, especially there was a flood uh, last Memorial Day and that same area area got hit again hard. And so yeah. if we actually get any more rain, we haven't actually had any rain today, but if we get any more in the next uh, 28 to 28, is there 28 hours in a day? Tw- some some days, yeah. I was trying to say 24, but I was thinking about 48, 48. at the end. So I just said, I'm just going to match If we get any more rain soon, <laughs> it's going to be very, very bad. We've got areas all around us that are flooded and people out are on boats and people it's being crazy. stupid. Don't, people, if you are in a flooded area, don't go out and play in the water. But one of the things you can do while you're trapped inside your house is watch one of your favorite TV shows. That's right. And record a podcast about it. You can do that. Because what else are you going to do? What, what, we could record all kinds of stuff, actually. Um, so let's just jump right in because there, I, I feel like a lot happened with this episode. And I'm not going to skirt the issue. A lot happened. That something finally happened that people either loved or hated, apparently, uh, according to all the news and, and reading things on Twitter. Although we did a Twitter poll, uh, and we'll get into that later. Uh, but uh, outside of that, a lot of things I think mm-hmm. happen and, and a lot of head scratching things. And I think maybe the episodes like this make me remind me of why I love this show so much because sometimes it does things that are so wacky. Mm-hmm. That's just part of its charm. Yeah. You know, it's like, why well, did that just happen? I, I think this is one of those episodes, <laughs> and we had one not that long ago, where you're sitting there yelling at the TV, what, what, what? what? Why, well, why aren't you doing blah? Right. You know, there was a lot of that. In this there was episode. a lot of that. So, um, we, we see we we find out Red's not dead, and I'm going to call her Red because that's my obviously. You like that instead of Ruby. I prefer Red for some. I don't know why. I don't know why I prefer. That's just what I'm going to call her. Okay. Everybody else calls her Ruby. I call her Red. Doesn't matter. Just laying that out there. Well, we understand. We find out that she's not dead, mm-hmm. which was a very real concern for me. But you know, we we knew. We knew in yeah. our heart of hearts, no, she's not dead. Right. Uh, she found she came there via a locator spell. A locator spell. She was, she was for trying Zelina. to find Zelina. That's right. And I guess fortune would have that Zelina was in the underworld when she did her locator spell, mm-hmm. and there you go. There you go. You know, all for the sake of plot. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and so when she wakes up, she sees the Scoobies all around her, and, and they were like, ah, and she said, oh, I'm not dead, or they said they weren't dead, and, and so that's when she told them about the locator spell, and she had gotten there, she was holding on to a piece of something, they didn't really know what it was, and so incredibly long story short, turns out she knew Dorothy, she and Mulan were in Oz, um, Mulan had asked her if she knew anything about Oz, and she said, well, I've seen the movie, and I think there was a book, and there's lots of singing, so she knew about Oz from the movie and the book, which I thought was interesting, because I don't remember there being a time where the characters have referenced the fact that what they were in or what they were doing was from a movie or a book. 
no, well, I mean, the fact think- that they're fairy tale characters, yes, but I mean, like she said, she knew about Oz because she'd read the book or the movie. Yeah. If that were the case, she would think that they had all read about Arthur and Camelot. Well, but they did. No, they made I, reference to that. They, they made reference to reading about our, uh, the, the legends of Arthur. Arthur. Anyway. Um, uh, obviously, they knew Hercules' story, that sort right. of thing. Well, and because at one point in the episode when she sees Toto, she said, oh, I know who this is. This is Toto. We were like, how does she know Toto? Well, and it finally clicked. Oh, she's read about him. She knows who he is, but she doesn't like know him, know him. That really didn't work for me because the dog they used in this was not the same kind of dog it's from Wizard of Oz. Maybe that's the only kind of dog they could find. Um, I, I don't know. You're just going to have to let the dog thing go. You had a Toto dog. That's I why did. you were so par- I had partial. A Toto. Right. He was a Karen Terrier. That's mm-hmm. that's the type of dog that they used in the Wizard of Oz. And I had one of those. And those, oh gosh, I'd love to have another one. It was, they're not they're not exactly kid friendly. Well, then no. But they're fiercely loyal, and so if they it, like for me, I was his, and he protected me, and so he would sleep in the bed with me, uh, and I, essentially he was my. It was not so much that he was my dog, but he, I was also his boy. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. right? And so. Um, that's what I appreciate about it. he he. Those are the little dogs that they would take on fox hunts, uh, and they would send. They, they had the big hounds that would take and um, uh, run a fox down. A fox would go into his burrow. Once it went into its burrow, they'd send this little dog in to flush it out. Don't they? Aren't they yappy? No, 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 no. They're oh. just fierce. I no. mean, they again. It it. So they're like I, the mongoose of the dog world. Yes. There you go. Yes. And I think it is quite possible that that breed of dog uh, is where maybe that phrase comes from. It's not the size of the dog and the fight. It's the size of the fight and the dog comes from. Because these guys, this dog, he, he didn't care. He'd take on a buzzsaw. He, he didn't care what you were, how big you were. No, if he didn't like you, he'd let you know. So anyway. So that's why you have a problem with the episode because they use the wrong type of dog. Well, I mean, if they're going to be historically accurate. <laughs> well, and Dorothy's walking around with the WWE belt. She's not like from the movie either. So well, they're making some liberties there. Right. And Dorothy and her. Dorothy with her WWE belt. And she's kind of like China back in the day. <laughs> anyway, we'll get into that. She's very Xena like. <laughs> or China. Yeah, she, you're right. She's very much like China. She I love China. She was became, my favorite. Uh, she just recently became Dorothy Jenner. <laughs> Okay, so let me let me take a step back. Okay, I'm going to make jokes in this episode because there's so many jokes that can be made. And I okay, so this this episode may end up being a little more PG-13 because of that. Um I'm not I'm not sure so sure I can guarantee how well I can control myself and the jokes that are going to come just because that's what I do. Um and I almost and I'm just kind of throw this out there to see what everyone thinks, uh, see what you think. Um, it's episodes like this that kind of make me wish that we could do like a once upon a time after dark episode. Mm. What do you think about something like that? <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't think, but here's the deal. Here's the deal. I don't think we need to. No. Because. That's not what this episode It's not what about. it was. No, and, and I think, not. and I think anybody, cause we've read comments and we've read things. The minute that this show aired, people were blasting it, you know, and, and, for our part, you know, we do sit down and we do watch the the show with our kids. And we, we did watch this with our kids. And we, we did. And we had a conversation. And the minute afterwards. it was over, we had a conversation with them because, you know, in, in the area we live in, that's just not something that we see. That's just, right. you know, it's just we're in a different part of the world, different part of the country. And so the kids were, you know, it's funny because kids, we talk all the I'm time. I'm not even sure what that means, but. What? We live in a different. Well, part. I mean, we're pretty. It's true. We're it's pretty. True. We're I don't want to say. Iso- yeah. yeah, we're very isolated. We're very you know, isolated. It's, just, it's not something you see. Yeah. Uh, every day. We're not in Austin. I mean, we're not. In, you know, it's just. It's a different. <laughs> no, and I'm not. I'm just saying it's a different. We live in a different area. We're not. It's a very conservative, very no, mom and pop area. It's not. No offense to you, weirdos in Austin. <laughs> apparently. Well, I'm an Aggie, so anybody in Austin is weird. So we'll put that out there. Um. But, you know, and, and so the kids, and it's funny because being raised where they are at this time of life, at we're this time of the country. We're, we're, we're closer to what you would consider like Bible a Bible belt. belt yeah, type, but you know? I mean, it's Houston, so I don't know if Houston's technically. It's not technically, but it's close enough. Yeah. And so it's not something that they see on a daily basis, but 
because of the times being what they are, it's easier for kids that age to see it sure. and not think anything about it than for people in their 30s and 40s to see it yeah. and not think anything about it. And so it was kind of interesting to see because we're thinking, oh, God, how are we going to explain this? Because that's not something they're subject to all the time. And they were just like, yeah, they kissed. You know, and so it was just kind of funny to well, see. Maybe what you Macy, were thinking how you were going to explain it. I mean, yeah, you, you know just how did I it. am. I yeah, just, he's like, okay, so they so, like each other and they're girls and that's it, that. Just, and it happens. And that's what it was. That's what but, it is. You know, the people, <laughs> and it was also a really good thing for us because we got to sit down with them and say, look, there's a lot of people out there right now that are losing their minds over this. And they were like, why? Yeah. And so we we had that conversation, you know, and, and so ultimately what we told him is these are two people who like each other. They were in love and you shouldn't make a big deal out of it because ultimately it's love. And that's what this whole show has been about all the way through. And the more of a big deal you make about it, the more of a deal that it becomes. Yes. And, and that's what we kept trying to tell them. And that's the biggest message I think that we wanted to give to our kids is that, first of all, these are adults making their own decisions. I don't understand why anyone gets to tell anyone other, another adult how they get to live their life. I mean, they're not breaking any kind of laws. They're not bringing anyone, uh, into, uh, into any kind of danger. I mean, obviously we have certain laws to protect us, but whatever it, it, it becomes a big deal when, when you, you continue make it a to big deal. make it a big that's deal. Right. And that's what I wanted to tell the kids. It's right. like, let, let them do what they want to do. Okay. That's it. Well, you know, and, and people are saying, oh, I'm not going to watch anymore. I'm not going to watch anymore. It used to be a family show. It's not a family show. No, it is. It is still a family no. show. It is about love. Yes. Fundamentally, that's what the show is about. The end. And love comes in a whole But <laughs> You know, and we were even talking right when they were getting ready, right after they did it, I was trying to explain to them. I said, look, guys, in Frozen, Anna and Elsa, that was true love's kiss because yeah. they're sisters and they love each other. I said, so you have to, you know. Love is love. Love is love, love period. Is love. And you can love, you Whether know. you agree with it or not, right. love is love. Love is love. You can't help who you fall in love with. And, and, That's true. You know, and it is what it is. But it was, it, what what was really surprising to me is just the reaction from people about it. Um, because it shouldn't, I mean, I you know, there's a part of me being the age that I am that there's a part of me that goes, okay, I get it. I get why you're upset. But then the other part of me is like, come on. Well, to me, I think people are more upset because they're they're being forced to have a conversation that they that don't, don't want to have. have. And to right. me, that's more that's, that's the more immaturity on Absolutely. their part. Um, uh, you know, last time I checked, the world keeps spinning. It does. And you know, if your kids are going to live in it, you need to equip them with what's going on out well, there. Well, in and after the conversation we had, we found out, you know, the kids actually know kids yeah. that. Are sure. you know, and and, and it's inter I was like, what? Because it just <laughs> elementary school. You're thinking, really already? But sure, yeah. you know, it is. Right. It's a different. It's a different time, it, it, and we have to understand that. It is a different time. This is definitely not something that would have been on TV uh, when I was coming up. Well, and if it was, it would have been labeled a very and on a very a special very special episode. episode. <laughs> <laughs> so from that regard, I get it. Things have th things. Things have changed, but they haven't changed right. all at the same time. Right. And I think what needs to change is the way that we approach things and the way that we think about things. And, you know, at the end of the day, if you don't like something, then, you know, by all means, don't cut watch it, off. it Nobody's forcing you to but watch don't, it. But don't make a stink about it. If you don't like something, I mean, there's a lot of crap that's on TV that we don't watch. And there's reasons we don't like it. Yeah. But we don't sit out there and rail against it because right. somebody may enjoy it. If you don't like it, if you were upset with the episode, just don't watch it again. But my Lord, don't try to bring other people down because of it it's about love period pure and simple there and all you need is love and actually love is all you need now that i think about it i think we've made our point and said our piece now we're done i don't know if we need to address it I don't anymore think we after do. that now i'll just talk about the story except for random jokes here and there because they're funny to me so the only thing because that i do I'm want to say about this because this is something that josh and i both picked up on so after all of that happened and i know we are fast forwarding all the way through the end of the episode so we see them just kissing and making out and then the, the next scene is henry drawing the picture we were cracking it we're like well yeah that's of what a 14 course, year old boy would be writing of course a teen, <laughs> of course uh, it came from teenage him teenage boy is going to be writing uh lesbian fan fiction right. and then taking it to and his granddad he, the first person he's going to show is his granddad i'm just surprised charming and say whoa whoa whoa, 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 whoa. we're whoa. not going to tell your moms about this this is just for us i like that he looked at it he looks at it and then and he just takes good. the other picture out and puts his wife on mm. top 
<laughs> that was funny. That was to me. That was that was hilarious. But you know, so. aside aside from all that, you know, it was a good it was a good story. We had Mulan back, and you know, she was telling Red, "You gotta you gotta not lose people that you love." Do I you, almost you know I lost. Do you feel bad for Mulan? I do feel really do bad for Mulan. She's like the best friend that everybody has. That nobody do, wants to date her. They just want to be her friend. Do, do, well, Mulan, she got friend zoned so hard. Well, but she didn't like Red like that. You don't. Oh come she on. She didn't. No, you. you she. She liked she Merida. Didn't, no, she didn't. I don't think she liked Merida. No, I mean, she, she had, had her little heart set on Sleeping Beauty. You know, I think it was interesting that they chose these two characters. Um, uh, you know, they could have chosen Red to like either Mulan or even Merida, right? Because remember... There was uh, nobody allusion. would like Merida. No, remember there was some illusions <laughs> there to was, that, right? Yeah, people were getting all fired up about that, yeah. Well, but even there was a scene that kind of shared some Yeah, it stuff, was right? it was and interesting it, that it, they had Red... laying that groundwork right. for Red to... That they had Red fall for someone that she had re- just met. But also come to the realization that, you know, this this is the, the love that she that she'd is been looking for. looking for. Right. Um, but I think they chose Dorothy and Red specifically because they're not what I would consider or what should be considered Disney princess royalty. Oh, because Red and that. Dorothy are not uh, official, that's true. Uh, proper yeah. uh, Disney princesses, whereas Mulan and she's Merida a, are. Oh, that's a good point. I didn't even thought so, about that. So there was in some a, calculation in, a, in, in that. In a way, there's some calculation yeah. there, I feel. And and I, I don't, all in all, I, I you know, watching this, I don't feel like they, while maybe they took some shortcuts in the, the turnaround of their world, you know, it was quite the whirlwind, whirlwind romance, so to speak. I mm-hmm. mean, they didn't have a lot of time together. I felt like it all worked. Sure. Uh, I, there, I don't really, I didn't really have any problems with any of that. I just, I, I think that that they knew that they had a story they wanted to tell. And I think even the producers uh, uh, and the showrunners were saying that we don't want to make a big deal about this and we're not putting this in just to be putting in, right. which, you know, you could question that, right? Cause controversy is controversy. Sure. People are going to talk and whether it's good or it's bad, they're still talking sure. about you. And so, but I don't think they were going out of their way to insert this into the story just just for the sake of doing it. I think they were trying to illustrate the point, and I think they even said this, that what we've already said, that love is love. Sure. And it, this relationship should be treated no differently than any other relationship. Right. Just and like so Prince Charming and Snow, it's the same. Those are the type of things I think we have to be cognizant right. of and be on the lookout for is that if they start to treat it differently, then they are doing a disservice and disrespect right. uh, to the community. Right. And and so to me, the biggest respect is for them to portray it as though it is no big deal, Is there's no different than anything else. Love is love, the end. So- uh, you know, I appreciate the way that they handled that, and it made the talking points for discussion for our kids, I think, easier in that regard. So, so aside from all that, wait, aside from all that, more we had I, I more thought, happened in this episode. A lot more happened in this episode. <laughs> so we saw like some pretty crucial things happen in this episode. Whoa, whoa, One, wait, wait, hold on. What? Dorothy rode. Dorothy rode red. red, which I have a problem with simply because <laughs> these were not the Twilight Wolves. <laughs> These weren't these big honking wolves. She was a normal size wolf, and I'm, Dorothy's a big lady. She's she's. I don't see how that's even. Sort of. She's. She may have. She may or may not have man hands. I'm not. <laughs> I, I'm not. <laughs> so anyway, that was yes, I'm but that's not what red. I was going to talk about. Of Just course, you're FYI, team red. I'm. I'm. I team know. Red. Okay. So all day, every day, you and your red. So <laughs> Zelina and Hades. There was a lot of really good, juicy Zelina and Hades stuff, and they're becoming like a favorite couple of mine. Even though I don't want them to be a couple. Well, I don't. Think it's like she I'm waiting wants to, them to be a couple, but she, but she does. does. All the That's same the whole time. thing. There's that, that another, whole thing. That was another thing I liked about this episode. Yeah. Is she's. She's she's warming up to this well, idea. Well, and you know what I've noticed? Being so liked. they're doing such a great job of making Emma look tired. Like in this episode again, she's got the stuff under her eyes. She's looking tired. You can tell this is a take. This is taking a toll on her. Zelina looks like she is just happy. I mean, she's got her hair. She looks. I mean, she's a beautiful woman, but she's got her hair down. It's flowing. She's drinking her her whiskey. She's just kicked back at Did her she house. Drink whiskey with her sister, right? She drank whiskey with everybody. She <laughs> drank whiskey by her, she drank whiskey by herself. Oh, you're she drank about with Zelina. You Zelina. Said Regina. Oh, I'm sorry. That's did okay. I? Yeah, I meant Zelina. Did. Yeah. She for someone who does have her baby. Well, she's 
Well, but she's trying to stay out of trouble so that they'll think that she's trustworthy. So she's just sitting in her house drinking because you can't get in any trouble when you're just sitting in your house drinking, apparently. I, okay. Well, in her world. <laughs> but it just, okay. it seems like the underworld is is uh, being kind to her. It seems like she's The underworld fitting, agrees with her. It agrees with her. That's mm. the word I was looking for. Well, I would so say, I would say yes. she sits Would've in her been. house and she has all kinds of people come to her to visit. Mm-hmm. Haiti pops up into her kitchen and he's, you know, telling her... That Dorothy's in town, or excuse me, that Red is there, mm-hmm. and he knows that he she has a problem with Red, and she says, "But then my people aren't going to give me; they're not going to trust me because they're going to find out what I did to my friend." And he said, "I am not here to woo, but to warn." Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's an awesome line. I'm not here to woo, but to warn. And so he says hmm. he's going to help her, and poof, he's gone. And then the next thing you know, she's got more people, and then they come and go, and then Belle comes, and she's just sitting at her table the whole time drinking her drink. Which was uh, an interesting choice of drink. It, it, I believe that they, the brand name of that whiskey was Moloch, which is interesting. And it looked like there was a symbol on it. If you look really closely, it was very reminiscent of the Illuminati. Mm. I don't think that has anything to do with anything in the future. But the name Moloch was interesting to me because that is a, a deity that typically um, – I think this is probably something more of a biblical deity that some, uh, I want to say it was the Canaanites that would have worshiped this God, Moloch, and they, he required, uh, child sacrifices. Hmm. But I know that they've alluded, they've alluded to that name in other literature before. I think like Paradise Lost, uh, alluded to the name of Moloch, and it was, I think, used to symbolize that uh, in order to gain something, you had to give something up uh, 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 great in return. There had to be some sort of uh, some sort of sacrifice made. Hmm. I thought it was interesting. She's drinking that brand of whiskey. Um, she's sort of given up her child, but not. And does that? I'm wondering. Are they trying to tell us at some point she's going to have to give up her baby? I, 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 don't, I don't. I don't know. even it dare guess. I I I I refuse to believe that the name on that whiskey bottle being what something? it was doesn't mean something. Well, but some, to be fair, we point. we're convinced a that Hercules is coming back. And B, that that one headstone oh, that we back. were so determined with somebody is somebody, and we still don't know. So see, I think we're oh, starting to look for things. I've honestly forgot But that is to do that is research. interesting that the bottle actually means something. I don't think well, that's by mistake. Well, it means something to me, well, but I, know, I, but I refuse to believe that was just some random, random. name. Yeah, that's not something no. you just come up with. No. Let's name it Moolock. Log. Moolock. Whatever. <laughs> that would be what the milk was called. Moolock. Moolock. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> would it be funny instead of drinking whiskey, she was drinking like chocolate milk? <laughs> that would be all. Well, in the underworld, I think I think chocolate milk would be that would be more of an other side thing because mm. it's delicious. Okay. So anyway, so we saw that we saw the Hades and the Zelina thing, and she's all relaxed in her kitchen drinking her gulag. And <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, but no. moving on. <laughs> So we see Belle and Rumpel, and and they have a little interesting thing, and she's looking at the it's like they're the, in the book, the book from last week, the handsome hero, her hero, handsome, her handsome, handsome hero. He- you get it. Her handsome you hero. Can do it. She's looking through the book, and she's just really, really upset because she's done this horrific thing. She's pushed dude into the sea of lost souls, and oh my lord, woe is me. My I, heart is blackened. My I soul is ruined. My soul. Shut up. And she doesn't want Rumpel's help. She's got to fix it. She doesn't want Rumpel's help because he's going to end up making her do something bad again because it's always somebody else's fault. I hate people like that. Man up, take, take responsibility, responsibility for your actions. Yeah, you live in a dark world. You live in a world that's, that has evil in it. You're going to do stuff you don't like. That's right. There's going to be parts of you that you're going to not like. You're going to do things well, but, you you're going to regret. It was interesting because she oh, said well. <laughs> all that happened and then he reneged on the deal. If he wouldn't have reneged on the deal, then maybe I could have lived with it. So see, again, she's doing that whole... She's all about the yeah. stipulations. Oh, yeah. Use the magic. Don't use the magic. Use the magic. Don't use the magic. It would be okay if I killed this person if it worked out the way I wanted it to. She's like 95% of the people I know. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna figure something out to justify my actions. It's That's not right. my fault. It's not my, it's never no, my fault. No, 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 no. It's always no, no. somebody else's fault. If, if I it was Rumpel... Been for, it wouldn't have been for my horse. <laughs> never made it through college. If I was Rumpel... I'd be like, you know what? I'm done with you. Yeah. Because you're pissing me off. 
That's exactly what if I, that's what I would say if I was Rumple. He can do better. Now I'm starting to think Rumple can do better than Bell. It's possible, but it's Be- also possible that he really does care about no, her. No, I know he loves her, but she's annoying as all get out. Ooh, I appre- I saw it on the tip of your tongue. I knew you were, you wanted to say <laughs> something did. else, and I'm so that thankful. That was for the once upon a time after dark. <laughs> so then we see Snow wanting to go haunt her child again. So she sends David, don't go alone, take Hook Oh, uh, and uh, Henry. Oh, ma- well, hold on, no. Oh. She said, make sure you take Hook with you because the streets aren't safe out there anymore. <laughs> and then we see them walking, and they got Henry with Henry's them too. With what? Them. What? They're not safe. Oh, let's take the boy. Let's take the boy. Well, wait a minute. Why, why were you going to take him away from his writing duty? He's writing some, he's writing some kick-ass Well, right the now. other stuff hadn't come to him yet. Well, and he doesn't but... carry his pen and his paper around with him. He doesn't have his little fanny pack thing. Um, (laughs) Cruella's taking away all the phone booths per request of Hades because they don't want hope. Her mayoral duties. Her mayoral duties. Her Mm. her jacket was the bomb, by the way. Um, She's always to the nines. She is. She's awesome. And you know what? I'm starting to really like the blind witch, too. She's funny. Yes. Even though she roasts children, as Snow said at one point. (laughs) Um, And so she says something about, you're not going to be able to contact old Chiselchin Jr. So she's got the zingers, too. (laughs) That's right. All these women have such great lines. Loving it. And so... um, she said, you know, with all you heroes running around, there's hope, and we can't have that. And so they take out all the phone booths, unless Henry goes ahead and writes her back to life. And he's like, ah, not doing it. Well, he's, Henry had said, well, what, are you you doing this because I'm not going right. to write you back to life? And she's like, nope, that's Well, 80s. then she gets all lovey-dovey uh, toward uh, David. David. And I was like, oh, this is in front of Henry. Oh, that's kind of gross. <laughs> gross. Gross. His, well, I know. mean, not gross, but Gross. So then we see. Uh, we really got to do that after dark episode. <laughs> <laughs> I got so much material. Zelina had told Henry, uh, Henry Hades that she was ready to go. She was done with the underworld. She was leaving. She could leave whenever she wanted to. And we were like, "What? what How could she leave?" Any? But then she's got the shoes. We're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah she's got yeah, the shoes. We didn't realize that. And so um, Zelina, excuse me, I'm having trouble with that. Regina <laughs> and Emma and Snow. Would you like another glass of chocolate? And <laughs> love some more chocolate milk. <laughs> and Red go out, be bopping up to Zelina's house as she's standing out there with her little hat and her little slippers on and like, whoa, ho, you can't leave. And um, so they have a little chat with her and she says she can't help Dorothy and she shows him that she's in this unbreakable spell. She's given her the sleeping spell and the only thing that can wake her up is true love's kiss and, you know, she has no one, no one loves her, yada, yada, yada. And she said, that's it. I'm, you know, I'm afraid sometimes I'm just too clever. Mm. (laughs) She is pretty clever. She is quite clever. And so uh, she eventually, she and Regina go into the kitchen to do a deal. And she tells Regina, it's a simple trade. I'll give you my slippers. You give me my daughter. Regina's like, yeah, that's that's not going to happen. Nope. (laughs) And so she tells her, she says, look, um, and I actually wrote this down because I liked it. I like that Regina's trying so hard to help her because it's like she's really really trying to help her sister. And it's like she's gotten past all of it, you know, and she says, you made one Wait, let's see. Hang on. I get it. You did a terrible thing. Just because you made one bad move or 30 doesn't mean you can't come back from it. And she said, I know because I've done it. You know, and here's someone who's been through so much and she's reaching out. She's trying so hard to be a lifeline for her sister and her sister just doesn't trust her. She's like, I know this is not, you know, you only care about your stuff. You don't care about me. And I think Regina, maybe at first was trying to just manipulate her. But now I think she genuinely wants to help her. I I really think she genuinely wants to help her. Then that means she's come really far. Really, but I mean, look at the people she's hanging out with, who she considers family. These were people who were her mortal enemies. That their presence disgusted. Right. She couldn't. I mean, she. How many people did she lay waste to to get to Snow? And now they're hanging out in an apartment together, you know, and they're they're friends, they're family. So it's. I think I think it's pretty cool. I love to see it. I love seeing how Regina has come so far. There's still that side to her where in a heartbeat she'll roast somebody, but you know, she she genuinely wants to help her sister. And then she sees that Hades has this, you know, fascination with her and that's got to be frightening too. Whenever you see somebody you love in a relationship that's no good, you're like, "Whoa." Whoa, hold the phone. You're in love with the Lord of the Underworld. <laughs> dun dun dun. And so it turns out they figure out the only person that um, would love Dorothy enough to kiss her would be her Auntie M. Of course. Well, Auntie M's dead. But guess what? Maybe she's in the the underworld. underworld. So they go to the cemetery. And and if they can use... uh, Oh, they went to the cemetery to find out. If If it's tipped or cracked 
or she was still there. Right. If it, yeah, that was interesting. Um, I guess eventually they determined that they could just get her to blow a kiss into a mm-hmm. container into the vial. If they could, if they could capture the breath of David, uh, you know, for the black market. Right. It's like, well, what, what logic is this? Because that was a living person breathing into a vial uh, versus uh, someone who's technically not alive in the underworld. How the leaps of faith at times, but yeah. then I go back to this is once upon a time. That's right. Anything and that's happen. why we love this show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Um, and so we see uh, they go looking for Auntie M and they realize they need to go to the diner and ask the blind witch. And she doesn't really want to talk about Auntie M. She hates her. She hates her because she's competition. And sure enough, Auntie M has her own diner. Her diner is much nicer, by the way. When I thought she was the competition, it's like, oh, we're going to go dark with Auntie <laughs> M. Yes. It's going to be some sort of... Uh, Child eater. Yes. <laughs> um, no. Nope. She quite literally owns another diner. Aunties. Or aunties. Aunties. Which begs the aunties. question, why did we not know about this eater? Why didn't we know there was another diner? I don't know. Why? Why? why because it was add- way more peppy. Lots of bright colors. Yeah. There was turquoise. And I want to believe red. That, that the, remember, uh, at the blind wit, d- the, her diner, which mm-hmm. she mentioned to red, hey, it's not yours it's yet. It's not yours yet. Yeah, yet. Um, th- the menu choices were quite bland mm-hmm. and all cost ten ninety five. Mm-hmm. But the items at Auntie M's seemed like they might be a little delicious. More... She had pot pie. Yeah. Soup. Why Something would you delicious. Not choose that? I don't know. I don't know. Mm. Hades eats there. Well. He was sitting in a booth. He, he, he was there on a mission. He was on a mission. He, it turned out, it didn't. we didn't see Auntie M for a very long time. No. The heroes walked in and she offered him pot pie, which they've got to be pretty hungry by now. And still to this day, when I hear chicken pot pie, I think of the chicken pot, chicken pot, chicken pot pie. And we know that it's not children pot pie. No. <laughs> Maybe that's why people don't eat fancy things there. Maybe. Because they don't know what's in it. I don't know what's in it. So she's offering him soup and she dishes up a ladle of soup for herself. And while she's talking to him, she decides she's going to swig some. And they're telling her why they're there and that they're trying to help Dorothy. No, she's not dead, but we need you to blow into this, blow a kiss into this vial so we can help her. Yada, yada, yada. All of a sudden she starts liquefying. She looked like um, a clear liquid. I would might add, I say so for future reference. Ah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just pointing that out. Yes. It was clear. It was clear. And then she liquefied and she just went into a puddle and they were like, ah. And so hop, out pops Hades from the booth and he says, yes, I mixed the soup with the river, the water from the river of the lost souls. And so she's gone. So clearly water from the river of lost souls liquefies things. Well, and we knew that um, episode before last, Rumpel had said, even though he's immortal, that any of that stuff gets on him because he was worried about the, the arrow tip being dipped in the stuff from the river of the lost souls. Forge he said, any of that gets on there. You're trapped I'm gone. Yeah. He's trapped. Even him who's immortal. So maybe, so just, that's going to come back. That's going to be a thing. Maybe just one drop is enough to liquefy you. Yeah. So, and she swigged it. She, she got a did. belly full she of did. river water. Ugh. And then he mopped her up with a towel and put her into a Mason, a jar. Mason jar. Yeah. Uh, and then when he put her in the Mason jar, it was already dirty looking. So that floor was filthy. Well, they probably don't have like health inspectors there. Doubtful. I mean, why would they? Or Roombas. And then it turned or into mops. milk by the end of the episode. Yeah, so maybe it I fermented. Ugh. Mm. Ugh. There's your milk. <laughs> Yummy. <laughs> Yum. And it smells the jar. So his You whole- know that smelled like dirty gym socks. <laughs> That's probably exactly what it was. Yeesh. So he tells Hades has a message for everybody. He says, um, it's a teachable moment. And he tells everybody in the diner, he's, listen up, diner people. Uh, may I have your attention, please? Ting, ting, ting. Anyone that helps these fools. That's what happens. That's what's going to be happening that's to right. you. That's right. Because he's so tired of all the hope. He doesn't want anybody helping them. And that's what, you know, that's what Cruella had told them, too, when they were taking out the things. This is happening because these people have brought hope, and we can't have that. And so he, they're doing everything in their power to wipe out all of the hope. I was going to say in the kingdom, but that's not, that's not what it is. So we see also another strange bedfellow is um, Belle decides she's going to go to Zelina for help. 
Yeah, whatever. Which okay, is the Belle. weirdest thing. Uh, I guess she figures she's the only one that can help her. She's the only, Well, you know when it's funny because when they were sitting there- we I can't it. go talk to my other friends or pseudo friends because I've darkened my soul. They won't, they won't accept me anymore. They well, won't talk to me. I was trying to remember because <laughs> I haven't, we haven't seen her with the Scoobies for a while. And so I don't think she's told them that Hades owns her baby. Like, I don't remember that conversation yeah, happening. I, I would I, have to go back and watch again. But I don't think she sat down around the table and said, hey, BTW, my child is destined for badness. Yeah, and you would think that'd be important information. I would tell my friends. Being the way that she is and how she is with uh, doing the right thing. Mm, except sometimes. For, except for sometimes now. Yeah. You'd think she would have made a beeline to go enlist their help. I right. mean, it's not like she has a strained relationship with any of them. No, they're friends. So she goes to Zelina. You know, I was sitting there when she was talking about, you finally see, Zelina told her, she said, you finally see the beast and not the man. And and so they're, they had an interesting conversation because the two of them are in very similar situations, mm-hmm. you know, in love with these men. And, and you can't tell me Zelina doesn't have the hots for Hades. Um, she's just scared. Belle even called her on it and said, you, you're just scared. And she said, well, the happy ending never happens for me. And she said, well, it won't. You know, and so here's Belle ultimately giving a pep talk to someone who has been so horrific to so many people yeah. and tell her, hey, go for it, sister. Well, I felt it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, I, you know, maybe she felt like, let me just they were bonding. Let me, these other knuckleheads haven't found a way to get out of here yet. Ah, you think so? And I'm just going to bypass them because clearly they don't know what they're doing. That's possible. Let me just go to the most powerful person down here that's going to be willing to entertain what I have to say or potentially entertain what I have to say. So maybe it's just just like, I'm just going to cut to the chase and, you know, see if I can get her to help me because she's maybe really the only hope I got. And I think that goes to prove again, you know, Belle's going to do anything in her power to save that baby. We see that in just a moment, but um, she even goes to people that she would have never, ever gone to. And Inzelina even made a comment about sitting here drinking with the bookworm. You know, those are two people that you would never see hanging out, chatting together. And at one point, <laughs> Belle gets up because she's going to hurl. And Zelina's like, really, am I that offensive? And she goes, no, 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 it's morning sickness. You know, right? You were pregnant. She's like, no. No. I wasn't because uh, no. the dark swan sped it up so much. Well, Ten minutes later, ding! Bell's like, "Oh, holy night! What's his face could do that to me too?" And she said, "Well, yeah, he but, could." But to make your tummy feel better, why don't you just come over here to this <laughs> countertop where I have a a, a single clean glass <laughs> and a carafe of fresh ice water mm-hmm. just sitting there? Well, it was very nice of her to have fortuitously. that. Yes. So it's like magic, it starts dawning on Belle that Hades could do the same thing to her that the Dark Swan had done to Zelina, and then poof, he takes her baby. So she's starting to really freak out now. And Zelina said, "Well, uh, there might be a way." But under normal normal circumstances, and I get why you, I I would think that wouldn't be a bad thing. I've Speeding never up the been pregnancy. I've never been pregnant myself, so I'm just going to make this assumption based on what I've observed. Mm-hmm. However, I don't. I think she's right. You don't want to accelerate your pregnancy while in the underworld. That, no, that would I wouldn't want bad. to have a baby there. But if you're in the normal world in your normal environment, would that be such a bad thing? Yeah, just get this over with. No, 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 no. Oh, because you don't. Because you don't get to. It's not about the. It's not about getting to the end. It's about enjoying the journey. Well, I mean, any baby after like your third, you're going, yeah, come on, TikTok. Get this get- thing out of me. <laughs> What's going? But I mean, it is special. Is that- and Belle's never had a baby before, so it's her first pregnancy. I bet she has all the books at home. You know she has. <laughs> oh, wait, she hasn't even been home. She doesn't See, have the books. No. Poor Belle. Quick, we need to... Oh, what uh, to expect when we, you're expecting. We need to... Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then... You know she, you know Belle's already going to read what oh, to expect every bit of it. in the first year, oh, yeah. in the second toddler year, years. the toddler years, yeah. the school years. Oh, yeah. You know she's reading. She's ahead. got the Doctor Spock she, books. She's reading all that crap before all the baby it. comes flying out of there. And the indexes, she's got it down, but she doesn't have that there. And in, so wouldn't that be indices? Whatever. And so she's kind of panicking, and so she goes to Rumple, and Rumple is looking at books when she gets there. See, she's rubbed off on him. Yes. And so she tells him, look, dude, I, I realized <laughs> Hades could speed up my pregnancy. He was like, no, 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 it'll be fine. I'll take care of you. And he goes, no, you can't, blah, blah, blah. And so she pulls out the pricker she, thing. She Dracula from <laughs> blah, Hotel, blah, blah. Hotel Transylvania and now? She pulls it out. And he's like, where did you get that? She said, Selena. <gasps> what are you doing? <laughs> 
Ruh-roh. I have some propofol. <laughs> and uh, maybe Michael Jackson was on to something. I'm going to so, take me a nap. She just says, she says, I have a plan. And she tells him the plan. She's oh, going to prick her finger, go to sleep, because Hades can't take the baby while she's asleep. Because apparently well, the baby will stop growing when well, she's asleep, which I find very interesting. Yeah. Where was this established that he can't take the baby while, she, I don't know. while she's sleeping? Because she said the baby would stop growing. Which doesn't make any sense. Creeptastic is what that is. So, uh, anyway. And so Rumpel says, no, no, no. And she said, yes, yes, yes. And and she said, and then <laughs> oh, I'll do you'll it. find a way. Oh, I'll do it. Oh, I'll do it. I'll do it. Don't you come near me. I can prick my finger faster than you can grab it from me. And then you'll get me home. You'll figure out a way to fix all of it. You'll handle it. And you'll find a way to get me home. And well, Belle, you know, unless you want <laughs> me to change and be a different man, my my kiss won't wake you up. No, you'll go get my father weird and he'll kiss me yeah that's a little gross a little weird what because her father's the one that's had her kidnapped exactly last time i checked maybe that's not the guy it's not the guy you want uh but you know i would question uh if he's going to become true love's kiss one day that like really doesn't make sense to me because if that's the case then he already is right so hello well because he said you want me to become you're thinking that i'm going to become this man that you want to kiss and she's like no i don't this is nothing to do with you you're going to find my dad Ugh. yeah creepy so not in that way but i mean it's just weird because immediately i thought still, still this gross. is a man that's locked you up to at least once or twice and kidnapped you because you didn't want him to be with Rumpel. Now I get that, but still at the same time, your dad's not like aces. He's not a good guy. Mm, yeah. Anyway, Bell, she's not thinking quite clearly. I don't know. She's not. So um, we see, we see more of snow and red. They're talking and, and it turns out snow convinces red that she's in love with, with um, Dorothy. And so they're going to go back to Oz. They have this big plan. The Charmings are going to go back because Emma says, look, you guys are done. You need to go home. Go take care of your baby because they can't talk to Neil. Yes. They've been down there for days. You guys go. You guys go. Take a a ride with um, Dorothy or take a ride with, God, I'm having trouble with that tonight, with Red. Mm -hmm. Hang on to her. She clicks her heels. Bleep, bleep, bleep. Go to Oz. Take care of Dorothy. Then y'all bleep, bleep, bleep and and go home. you can go home. Yes. And oh, by the way. Wait a minute. Regina says, "Uh uh-uh. Snow, you got your name on a tombstone. Well, well let, let's hang on. Let's take a step back. Mm-hmm. I can't get over the fact that when Emma was trying to convince, uh, and maybe this was part of her, maybe this was logic on her part to convince her mom that she needed to go back because she, she says, yes, that's right. You were helping me and I appreciate it. But now it's time for you to go be with your other kid. I'm like, why? Why would you refer to your brother as their other kid? That did seem well, that seemed mean to me because she was down there helping her daughter, and so I think I'm, she just put it in those terms. I'm, yeah, I know you you didn't no, like that she didn't say brother. No, but, it just made it feel like, hey, I appreciate it, but I don't appreciate the fact that you have another kid. Well, okay. what, are you, what are you trying to do? Replace me? <laughs> hmm? Well, well there's was a lot I of, not good enough for you? There's animosity <laughs> about all that still. So, I, you know, I and, and so, so the plan was, what difference does it yeah. make? <laughs> so the plan was that the Charmings would go back with Red and then Regina reminded them, nope, Snow can't go uh, because her name's on a tombstone. So Charmy was going to go. Now, Henry still had to stay. That bothered you. You're like, why didn't they send Henry home? Why couldn't he just write them home? We don't. Why? Because he's, he's trying to get all the stuff, all because the goop he made on a Hades. Choice not to do that. He's, yeah, he's, he's trying okay. to rebuild a different book. I, I'm, on, I'm an up and up author. I'm not going to. He's not, not going to manipulate it. I'm he's going to do it the right way. It. Which is why Belle knew she couldn't go to him because she knew he wouldn't help. You think that's what it is? Uh, no, I don't know. So anyway, and so. The, I stopped trying to figure this stuff out. The decision is that Charming's <laughs> going to go when Red gets all of her stuff figured out. And so he and Hook have a moment where, you know, Hook thanked him for all of them coming. He didn't want Emma down there. He sure didn't want all of them down there. And, and Jane, you know. Uh, we didn't come for you. Oh, thank, oh, thanks. thanks, mate. <laughs> well, no, I mean, you know, you've kind of grown on me. <laughs> they had a nice little moment They had there. a moment. It was like, like a, a future father-in-law, future son-in-law yeah. kind of thing. I mean, I, they're buddies, but yet he's going to be his father-in-law, maybe. And Hook's a couple hundred years old. Well, no, I guess... Charming's the same age, right? Age doesn't matter; it's just a number. But I think, (laughs) I think more than anything, it was kind of a moment where, you know, Hook. I don't think ever sets out to kind of please anyone, but I I think he has vested interest in making sure he takes care of David and Snow. Sure, just because 
they will potentially at some point be his family yeah. as well. Yeah. And, you know, I can't help but think, you know, there's some there's some aspect of him wanting to kind of get in good with the dad, you know, because <laughs> it's kind of old school, you sure. know, he may have to ask uh, David for uh, Emma's hand in marriage. And I mean, if he didn't, it, then that would be wrong. It'd be wrong. It wouldn't have to be do it the right way. And That's so right. if he helped, I mean, it's, it's in his best interest to help him out. That's and right. He did him a solid. Uh, he, he realized that Hades had uh, given him the ability mm -hmm. to write names on the tombstones mm -hmm. when he handed them that chisel. Mm -hmm. uh, and so they concocted some harebrained idea that they could just, we can't erase the names. And that's right. why it didn't work. Emma tried that. It didn't work. Well, we can't erase the names. We can replace the names. Right. It's a one for one deal. And so why they didn't replace that's Snow with Rumpel's name so that both mom and dad could go home, I'll never understand. Well, you know, and, and the minute that we saw that, when we're screaming at the TV, <laughs> so why can't you just put other people's names on the headstones? Like, put put Rumpel's name on one. You got Rumpel down there. Put Zelina's put name Zelina on, on one. There. That takes care of two people. Surely there's somebody else that you don't like. Robin. Put Robin's name on a <laughs> oh, headstone. <laughs> and then y'all go. Well, hold on. No, no, just no, no, go. No, no, Everybody no. hang on to Red when she put, click, click, clicks. I, I would say the... The third one, mm -hmm. Belle's really becoming a fast cannon. Put point. her name put on. Bell. We're getting tired of her crap. <laughs> sure. Just put her name That's on there. Point. You know what? You two can just have each other for <laughs> eternity. In Raise the your little baby down there. Yes. Get out of my face. That's a good point. <laughs> that's a good point. Anyway, so yeah, so that's that was one of our screaming at the TV moments because it's like, dude, if you knew, did it, did it just dawn on you that you could do this? And he just scratched it out and scratched and, it. Da, 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 and I, David Nolan, and that's bugging you too. I thought Hook's penmanship would have been a little well, bit Well, I mean, better. he's scratching it on there with a hook. Well, but where, where'd the chisel go? He couldn't use he the chisel. He didn't have the chisel. Oh, the, the chisel, chisel was back in the, oh, the throne room. Oh, he didn't like carry any it with proper him. tool. Yeah, it's back to, in the thing. You can't just lay it wherever. You need you to put it, it back. It has a place. He, Hades has corkboard or, or pegboard, <laughs> excuse me, in his garage. And, and he's got hooks. They're handy Manny's tools. <laughs> he's got hooks. He's got hook, hooks. He's got hooks. Uh, for every tool. I'm sure he does. They're all lined so, up. <laughs> I'm sure they every are. Tool, hey, every tool has its place. Yeah. So uh, we don't we don't know why he's not just changing all the names, but I guess in the season would be over too quickly. So, But that's an option. So That's got to be an option. I couldn't help but think that... Um, well, first of all, uh, uh, Jennifer Goodwin, we know that she's pregnant for real. Mm -hmm. And is this a way to kind of write her off sure. for just a little bit? Sure. So she Gives can her some time to go do that. what she needs to do. Uh, but I really don't think it was that. Um, of course, a child, a young child probably needs his mother more in that instance. And he, David made a great point. Uh, if having, if Storybrooke needs protection, Snow's a great leader in it's that true. regard because she we got can rally Snow people. Now. Right. And and I appreciate that. But I think that was all a smoke screen by David. He was like, hmm, if I go back up there, not only am I going to have to feed <laughs> this screaming baby, but I'm going to have to change diapers. True. Bump that noise. True. No, no, no. You're going. Oh, well, and it's right for you to go. It's okay. No, I'll honey, stay go here. Ahead. I'll just hang back. I'm going to hang no out with deal. the guys. You go. No big deal. You go. It'll be all right. It'll be fun. I'll be there. It'll be fun. Just hang out. <laughs> yeah, there's there may be part of that. And I think maybe he just wanted in on it. You know, I mean, this is, he's still, he's a swashbuckling dude too. Okay. He wants in on it. And, and here we are again. Yep. We had this in the first half of the season mm -hmm. where he had that arc of his character where he was kind of in the background yep. and he kind of lost his edge and he got pushed back and he was, when he spent time with Arthur yep. and they wanted to, you know, uh, buckle some swash. Yep. And so he got that opportunity. And I think, you know, this is, maybe this will be another opportunity. And, and honestly, I want to see that. I'd like that yeah. charming. I well, like that. And aspect. Snow got her groove back down in the underworld. So I think it's only appropriate that charming does too. And because he can kick some butt. He can. And, um, I, I want to see that. Well, and we see in the previews oh, that it's going to yes. be a, it's going to be a twin showdown. Yes. So that tells me, and this is, has nothing to do with anything. This is just me being goofy and he thinking said, hey, about it. Jennifer, go back to the house. Since they're a couple in real life, go back to the house Take care of those kiddos. And don't even worry about the fact that you're not going to be earning income because I'm going to be in the episode <laughs> right. twice. Be, I'll pick up that I'll extra salary twins. for being... <laughs> 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 
Exactly. And so we see twin showdown, which I think is going to be awesome. <laughs> yes. Not Wonder Twins. Although that would be phenomenal if they ding their rings and turn into water. And that's what I was thinking that Auntie M was kind of turning into. She was doing a, anyway. Form of water. I think Form it's of funny water. That Shape of eagle. Melted into water just like the Wicked Witch did in The Wizard of Oz. And I don't think there's any parallel there, but I just thought it was interesting that she hmm. melted the same way. Hmm. I was thinking more that she looked like the Silver Surfer when he first showed up. Oh, yeah. You know, he was mm-hmm. all kind of translucent. Until and he look- kind of lost his yeah. power cosmic. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, and so at the very, at the tail end of the episode, we see Zelina going to Hades in his lair. And he's just, he's, he's got, <laughs> he's got Auntie M in the jar. You were the last person I was expecting here. Well, then who were you expecting? Then? With the beverage cart. Yes. The beverage cart's right there by the River uh, of Lost Souls. Uh, Hades Is that where you entertain? service uh, 24 7. <laughs> Yes, I would have. You're, if you're the Lord of the Underworld, hell yes, I'm going to have a beverage cart. That's right. And so he says, you know, Work he tells her, this is, this is Auntie M. And she said, you did this for me. And he said, all of it. Yes, absolutely, I did. And mm, she said, you don't want to get anything out of it. And he's like, nope. Mm-hmm. And she says something about... um that she's terrified. She's terrified to trust him. And he said, well, let's, you know, let's kind of work on that. <laughs> and so they're going to toast to the fact that they're going to go forward. And, it, and I think that like she genuinely, I don't know, it's Zelina. There's a part of me that's going, oh, she's using him because she's paying very close attention to what he's doing. Like when he's pouring it into the river of lost souls, he's getting this kind of, I don't know, it's like a charge or something out of it. So there's, Zelina's going to end up doing something incredibly heroic is what I think. Oh, gosh. You think so? That's what I think. Well, let's not forget that she has admitted to that Regina that as far She's as his she weakness. knows, yeah. she is his only weakness. Yeah. And I think she's doing all that. I agree with you. I think she's doing all those things because she knows mm-hmm. that... She can. She can, yep. and those things she'll be able to use to her advantage because well, if everything holds true and he's on the up and up, which who knows, right? she'll have that advantage. She'll have that tactical advantage. Right. Well, and she said time and time and time and time and time again, all she wants to do is prove herself worthy so she can, they'll give her, they'll trust her. And so I really, really think my gut tells me she's going to do something hmm. and it's all going to be her. That fixes it for everybody. Oh gosh, I don't know if they can really turn her into a straight well, up but hero. But I don't think they can turn her into it. She doesn't have to be a straight up hero. She can do but something. You can do something heroic without being a hero. Right. I understand that. Right. And I would prefer to see that. I, right. I'm not I'm not sure I'm ready for a world where Zelina is good. Right. But she could be she could be like Regina. Good with a little edge. I mean, they're sisters for Pete's sake. You don't think so? No. You think she has to be full on mean all the time? But then she doesn't get her happy ending. Her biggest struggle is her envy. And right. so even if she became good, she would always be, she's always going to be jealous of her sister because her sister, I think she'll feel has a better handle on having made that transition from evil to good. I think she's always, I don't know. Envy's a tricky true well no envy's not a tricky thing envy's pretty straightforward if that is her biggest struggle i have a hard time believing she's going to be able to overcome that well and so but you never know they um i just had my train of thought completely broken because i was thinking about zelina we'll be here all day no thanks sorry i was thinking about zelina because i really really want her to be the one that fixes it all for him do you? Why? Yeah, because I don't know. Why? She's she's a character that I just I pull for her because oh, there's so fair. much hurt. You know, mm. I think I think she does 80% of what 90% of what she does because of the hurt that she feels and she's just lashing out at everybody. And I just you just she's one of those people you just want it I do. Maybe I'm just so naive, but I just want her I do, just like Regina. I wanted Regina to get her happy ending. And now she's got Forest Boy, who we never see, <laughs> and you know, and, and the kid oh, and Oh, but he's got he's coming up next episode. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, that one looks like it's gonna be pretty good. I think it does the previews look good for next I, week. I think the majority of Zelina's problem is that she is the majority of her problem. Sure she is. She's right? yeah, she's all we, of which her is problem. Normally the case because for all grown up of us, when but... you get to a certain age, you need to let it go, <laughs> right. so to speak. Uh, and so for that, I that um, I don't know. Maybe it's just I just don't have a lot of hope in her being able to turn that corner, just because she's so wrapped up in her. Um, I don't know. 
We'll see. I just don't, I don't see it. Maybe you see something I don't. Maybe it'll work out to where she does something heroic. I think it's possible for her to do something heroic without her becoming a hero. Right. I think she can unintentionally do something heroic. Right. Or, you know. Oh, I do that she'll be, <laughs> <laughs> She'll be doing oh, something for oh, completely okay. the wrong reason and it'll end up working out. You know, but so now what we know, what we know is this. Hades can liquefy anybody with the River of Lost Souls. So that's not something you want to play with. We know that he can slip it into things. We know that he absolutely doesn't want anybody helping them. He tells Emma at one point, you know, you can't be a savior if nobody wants you to save them. Hmm. And so nobody's going to be helping them. Nobody's going to be working with them. David is even more committed to getting back home. He says, come on, let's go find out how we can join him. So I think the hope among the Scoobies is even greater because Hmm. now they know Snow's back home with the baby. That's taken care of. They know that, um, you know, uh, red's gone. So, I mean, there's things happening, you know, that are good and positive. They just have to figure out still to this point, Hook's the only one that can't just go if they figure out a way to go. And really, isn't that the main plot point? Isn't that the main thing they have to figure out? Getting, Otherwise, how, they went down home. there for not. Right. I mean, how are they going to get him home? It's all about how do we get Hook out of here? Right. Because if they figure out a way to get those other three, like they've got David's name on a tombstone now, we've got Emma and we've got Regina. So let's say they figure out magically how to get them home. They still have to get Hook home fundamentally, because if not, what was the point? Of ever going there. Exactly. And that's my my thought is if they find out how to fix Hook's predicament, Mm -hmm. then all they got to do is put Rumble, uh, Rumble, Rumple (laughs) and Bell on the other two tombstones. And they use this. I think they're going to put Bell on the other Somebody uses the slippers to go back to the underworld. Well, but the slippers aren't there anymore. No, I understand that. But okay. Oh, that's right. You can only go from. A place to another. You can't. They couldn't go from Storybrook to the underworld using the slippers. I don't think so because because Zelina didn't use the slippers to go to the underworld. Well, but she, had she used had the no, slippers to go to Storybrook, but, but and then she, she got whooped in the she vortex. Had, she had no reason to go to the underworld. Right. I don't. I don't know. They didn't say that the and slippers would take them, them back. I don't see why not. Well, that's unless I missed something. Maybe in the end. Maybe in the very last episode, Snow will appear, <laughs> and she'll have like a sleigh. And they can all hop in and she'll click her heels and they'll all go home. A, a sleigh. I, don't know, I was trying to think of something they could all ride in. Uh, and why a sleigh? I don't know. So going back <laughs> real fast to the very last scene, there was. Okay. So I want to know how long had Dorothy been asleep? How long had all of those creepy little people been watching her sleep? Oh, I'd watch her sleep for days. Really? No. So, and then you had Mulan who said she had experience with that kind of thing when Red thanked her for taking care of her friend. It just it bothered me that they were all just standing there watching her sleep. They didn't know that somebody was going to come kiss her and wake her up. Which is probably the, exactly the point in their mind. They just go stand there you and think watch these her? Li- these little creepy dudes are just sitting around watching her sleep. It's very it's peaceful creepy. to watch somebody sleep. I'm not, no, I don't think so. It's creepy. You never watch the kids while they sleep? I watch the kids, but they're my kids. I don't watch a stranger sleep. That's weird. That's just weird. Why are they, I mean, I know that she was beloved by all in Oz, but come on. You're not going to stand there and watch somebody sleep. You don't know how long she's going to be asleep. I mean, Mulan saw somebody sleep for a really long time. Anyway, that bugged me. I don't know what to say. I mean, it didn't have anything wrong with the story. I'm just saying I wouldn't want a garden gnome watching me sleep. Or whatever they were. They're not, they're goblins, they're gnomes, they're munchkins. That's what they were. Munchkins, like the Dunkin' Donuts. Mm, Munchkins. Some are glazed, some are filled jelly filled with raspberry jelly. Oh my gosh, I want a donut so bad. (laughs) So that was. It's time for coffee. It's time. (laughs) time Now that it's time for coffee. Yeah. Uh, So. How many bugs? You know, I don't know. Oh my goodness, really? Because I'm going to give it four. Really? Mm -hmm. You know why? Because I enjoyed it. No, I could liked it, it a lot. Could it have been better? Absolutely. Every episode could have been better. But, I, that, but mm. I felt like I got a lot of information. I did, and yeah. And I got a lot of things that scratched my head. Yeah. And I actually enjoy yelling at the TV at things that don't oh, make sense. Oh, I do sense. too. I do too. So, it's like life. Uh, I, I don't feel like they rushed. I mean, they rushed their relationship, but I felt like it still worked. I actually liked, oh, what's the actress's name that plays Red? I actually felt she did a a good performance with the material that she was given. Yeah. And I believed her. Right. Uh, I believe that she was falling for uh, Dorothy. Dorothy, not as much. 
but well, I, because we don't know Dorothy, we're not invested in Dorothy. True, we know Red Story. We even talked about the kid. We were sitting there talking with the kids. Still, all of us, our favorite Once Upon a Time episode is Red's backstory. Yes, when she ended up eating her boyfriend. You know, it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just uh, it's the best. She's got the worst story. And I gave this episode because I'm rarely going to give anything five. Yeah. Uh, I contemplated giving it four and a half. Ooh. But I went ahead and went with four because of some of the some of the inconsistencies and some of the the writing. Anyway, I gave it four mainly for the standpoint that they showed us Dorothy writing on the <laughs> And I would think you'd I'm give just, her five. And that's, well, <laughs> I about, want to. I know you do. And there's more to my review, but we're we're not recording that episode. <laughs> you know, I'll I'll go four bugs too. Um, for me, it it had it had everything for me to do with the Zelina and Hades stuff and the hook in in um, charming thing. I thought was very very sweet. I like that a lot. I like seeing the guys. You know, we don't see too many episodes where guys are just sitting there talking. You know, one of the other episodes where like we've seen though. Hook and Robin sitting in the cafe talking. So you don't see that a lot. I mean, this is a show about strong women. Fundamentally, that's yeah, what the core of the show. That. No, I'm yeah. not saying there's anything wrong with it at all. But I'm saying you don't get too many. I almost said guy on guy, and I probably should not phrase it that way. You don't oh, get too many not? interactions between the male <laughs> characters. It just doesn't happen. You know, and, and Henry's humming along. He's doing his thing. And we got to see, I mean, we got to see Cruella. We got to see the blind witch. There was all kinds of greatness in this episode. So I'll go four bugs. I wish Emma would get some sleep. She needs some rest. Um, yeah. And I'm intrigued in the fact that she's wearing coats down there. Like I wouldn't think the underworld would be underworld would be cold. Uh, she just could be so warm, you know. When you get warm, yeah, that's true. Down, you get tired. Body, yeah. But she's getting coats uh, from somewhere. There must be a shop. I, I want to uh, add to what I said. Uh, if it had not been the scene of Dorothy riding on oh, the back of Red, it, it would only have been three stars. For oh, okay, me. Uh, I should have said that's that a whole earlier. star for you. It's a whole star. Yeah. Right up, straight out of the gate. As soon as I saw that, that I said, well, well whatever I come up with, <laughs> uh, plus plus one star, just because of that. Um, so next yeah. week looks good. I like what I like. What you are you like, going to yeah, do? It's true. You like what you like. <laughs> and you do love So old. much subtext in that scene. I know. I know. <laughs> oh, we got we to gotta record it after dark. No. Please, no, please, 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 please. So next week looks really good. We'll see We'll see the twins together. Um, looks like everybody's getting a little bit more riled up. And again, you know, Hades is doing everything in his power to keep hope out of the underworld. And we see him, what looks like to me, it looks like a proposal to Zelina, so that will be interesting. I don't know how the uh, Lord of you, the Dark proposes to someone. I don't what, know what he gives her. What was it? You would you make chaos with would me? Would you make chaos like, with oh, me? Yes, that actually that's perfect. Yeah, that is that uh, is quite perfect. So we'll we'll see how that goes. But we want to hear from you guys and your feedback. I know that this was uh, technically what you would consider a special episode. Um, they, they they finally did something that a lot of people have been speculating about. And I want to actually want to hear what you guys have to say about that. I know we put out a poll. Uh, we didn't get a tremendous response to it. Um, but by and large, uh, with one of the options. Uh, okay. So the question I asked is, what did you think of Ruby slippers? Which I think was great for the showrunners to actually come up with their uh, shipper come up, name. That's the, yes, that's the See, name. Ruby I'm using the, I'm there using you the go. lingo You got now. the lingo now. Yay me. Um, I like that they did a preemptive they did strike. Yeah. They said, you know what? No, we're going to do this. And there, there it is. That's Ruby the Slipper. official name for their relationship is Ruby Slippers. Mm-hmm. I think that's great. I'm mm-hmm. glad that they, they did that. So I asked the question, what did you think of Ruby Slippers? And I gave four options because, you know, I'm all about options. Uh, great. Never watching again. Could have been better. And why is this a big deal? Never watching again didn't get one vote. Good. And I'm not surprised by yeah. that. Uh, 31% said it was great. Uh, 38% was the winner saying that it could have been better. And I'm not going to disagree with that again. Three stars for me because of some of the writing <laughs> inconsistencies. But, you know, I. Yeah, the one yeah. star, we know why. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, and, and then 31% saying, why is this a big deal? Why is and, it a big deal? I get that too, yep. because that's where, that's ultimately where I would have voted, mm-hmm. right? But we want to hear from you guys. And, and so 
let us know what you thought. Uh, I'd be happy to share some of those thoughts. Um, you know, you knew, you know how we feel about it. And maybe, maybe like we said earlier, maybe we just don't need to talk about it anymore. I don't think and so. And just be done with it and just well, let it we be don't, what it is. It's, it's so. not a big deal that you have Emma and Hook. It's not a big deal that you have Snow and Charming. And, and I think that's what the writers, that's what they were saying in one of the interviews. You know, we're mm. treating this just exactly like we treat any other relationship. Yeah. Period. And End of story. Sure. The end. Yep. And that brings us to our end. But like oh, I said, nice. that was very nice. I do want to. We do want to hear from you, and you can reach us on Twitter at onceuponeth, or you can send us an email once at nthcast.com. And we're really enjoying the interaction that we're having with folks when we do the live chat during the episode. We do have a closed group. Uh, if you want to uh, request to be in that closed Facebook group. So uh, if you watch the show uh, Central Time, uh, like we do at 7 p.m., uh, and you, we really don't release a lot of spoilers. A lot of the stuff that we mention yeah, it's is pretty it, vague. It's pretty vague, but it's yeah. it's still fun. You're like, uh oh, to kind of. Well, it's a little more complex than that, but it's fun. I don't know. To, sometimes it's uh oh. It's fun to riff with folks, and yeah. so if that's something that interests you, please uh, feel. It's free a lot to of fun. It's, it is I a lot of fun. That. And uh, it's becoming a ritual here at the house. Mm-hmm. You say, okay, we're gonna get everything lined up. <laughs> Show's true. about to start. We're you eating know. dinner in front of the TV tonight, kids. Let's go. <laughs> Because it's very easy to say, oh, well, you know, we are recording on the DVR, so we can do what we got to do, and then we'll sit down. Maybe we'll start a few minutes later, but I like... I like having the appointment yeah. and I like, I like chatting uh, with you uh, while we're doing it. And I know Steph feels the same, right? I do. Okay. So if you want to request access for that, I, I've created a short link. You can go to nthcast.com slash oncers and you can request um, the link to that, or you can contact us those other ways too and say, Hey, I want to be added to that group and I'll either tweet it or, um, uh, send you an email back with that with that group link. Uh, no, no problem. So we appreciate you listening. We appreciate you taking your time out of your busy schedule to listen to us. You know about our other shows. I don't want to talk about them ad nauseum. You can find them if you go to our website, nthcast.com. Just remember, those aren't family friendly, but that's okay. Red on a wolf. Red. <laughs> On a wolf. <laughs> Kansas on a wolfie. <laughs> that made it weird. No, just red on a wolf. You made it weird. You made it weird. Have a good week. Bye, y'all.